Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Plant Wave. Well, it's definitely fall. I can feel that energy in the air. And it's so funny because here in Southern California, we don't have the beautiful turning of the leaves as much as other places um, in the world and the changing of seasons. And yet there's still a vibe that happens when we go from, let's say, summer to fall. And it happened a couple of weeks ago. It's so interesting how that kind of just shifts over. And um, even though it's still sunny here and, and all that good stuff. So um, so I've been feeling that fall vibe, you know, get underneath a blanket, I don't know, sit by a fire, have some pumpkin spice, something, a drink, a cookie, I don't know. Um, it's such a cozy time of year. I love this time of year. And to me, it's such a reflective time of year too. And so I've been sitting and I'll just let you in on my private thoughts. Um, I've been sitting a lot and thinking about this year. And I was actually smiling to myself because at the beginning of 2022, I put a post out on Instagram, um, which was very like sunshiny, like, yay, 2022. Um, and like, as that post was going out, like I'm basically in a hospital bed, like just going through the most physically and spiritually intense experience of my life, which really was kind of like, I feel like the universe going, welcome to 2022. And here's some of what you're about to experience. Um, and of course, at the time, I'm like, well, what is happening to me? Um, but what was also going on along with, you know, what was going on physically was a lot of burning off of karma. And so this year has been a lot of that. Um, and it's so interesting because my experience is that it's it's like we burn off karma in lots of different ways. But for me, it's been a lot of like physical, like this very these very intense physical experiences and karma, like familial karma, like relationship karma, like like I have been this vessel, right? Of of basically taking these karmic energies and experiences and like transmuting them through my physical body. It's been absolutely fascinating and equally exhausting as you can probably imagine. And there's been many times this year where I'm like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> We're done. Like I'm ready for the next year or next dimension or next chapter. Like, I think I've learned, I've been curious, I've understood, right? I mean, we've all been there at times, right? Where you go, I think I'm done with this lesson. And the universe is like, right, but there's a little bit more to learn. And so I'm right there with you. And it's been absolutely fascinating. And luckily, like, I have curiosity for it. 
um, because curiosity is such an important energy. And I have been endlessly curious about these experiences and how the energy shifts um, when I go through these experiences. So just fascinating stuff. Like we're getting to know ourselves in such different levels um, these days. So wherever you're at uh, on your own personal journey, just know that you know, collectively, we're all learning new things about ourselves as individuals and what it means to be human and all the upgrades that we are facing collectively. I mean, this is the, you know, grand initiation of time to be on the planet. And so yay for us, right? We're volunteering. Woohoo! Um, we're here, we're doing it. And, um, and so along with this has also come you know, many messages from you guys about stuff that you're navigating and moving through and, um, and facing in your lives. And I always appreciate that. And it makes me just realize the breadth of what's going on here. And, and also too, sometimes I'll get a bunch of messages on the same day or the same week. And then I know that like, wow, there's just a lot going on collectively, energetically on this day or on this week. And that's always fascinating too. And one of the things that um, is really helpful at these times, like what we can each do collectively together um, is to bring our energies together. And so because of some of the recent messages I've received, like I want to bring together those that feel called into sacred circle um, next month. So we are going to do that on November 9th. Um, if you have been in a sacred circle with me, you are more than welcome to come. If, you know, for a lot of people, like it's a good check-in point. Um, if you've not been in circle for a while and you're feeling called to it, please um, come and bring your beautiful energy and be in circle with us. If you are new to Sacred Circle, please come and be with us. Um, if you've listened to this show for a while and you want to know what it's like to be in the spaces with some of these energies and to feel the healing and to amplify and understand, you know, what's next for you, it's a beautiful place to do it. Um, and this is, this happens, you know, over the internet and digitally. So this is not a meeting in a physical space. So it doesn't matter where you live on this beautiful planet. Um, you can join us and be with us in circle. There's something really powerful that happens when we combine our energy under a certain intentionality and at a certain frequency and how that energy works in our own individual lives and how that energy is sent out to the planet. And so I'll talk more about that um, as we head through this month on the show, but but it's really important work that we're doing, right? Um, I think one of the things you realize as time goes on is all the physical stuff you do in, in life, like all the physicality we have as a human being in life, it is of the utmost importance that we understand what happens energetically as well to us, right? And how we place our energy through thought and through emotion and through what we choose to participate in and how that energy reverberates out onto the planet. So if you feel the call to come sit in sacred circle, um, you can definitely reach out to Michelle on my team. It's just michelle at thesoulfrequency.com. Um, her email will also be in the show notes and just say, hi, it's me. <laughs> I would like to be a part of the sacred circle. 
um, on November 9th, and she will send you more details. Um, it's always a fun time. I look forward to getting to meet each one of you um, and what gets created in this in this fun exchange. So good stuff. Today, um, we are going to be talking to Joe Patitucci on the show. And Joe is an artist fostering connection to intuitive states and the natural world through sound, breath, and technology. He's a CEO of Data Garden, which is working to build a future where humans will have a real-time soundtrack to their lives generated from wearable data that is responsive to mood, tailored to taste, and optimized for any activity. Data Garden's latest product, PlantWave, translates real-time data from living plants into music. Yes, you heard that right. It is translating data and the way a plant is moving water around and the energy of the plant into music. Super cool. And creating harmonious sound environments that are powered by nature. So let's dive into this with no further ado. Please help me welcome Joe Patitucci to the show. Welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, like, so the minute I saw Plant Wave, I was like, what? Because of course, we love talking about frequency and energy and communication and all of these things. And I feel like Plant Wave is like the coolest way to understand how to um, listen to plants, basically, right? To understand how to commune with nature. So before we dive into that, I just wanted you to share a little bit about your journey, how this came to creation, how you ended up um, developing this or even conceptualizing something like this. I mean, this is obviously not something you're probably born going, I'm going <laughs> to invent this. Um, what was the journey? Yeah, it's funny you say like I wasn't born thinking I would invent this, but somehow I was uh, brought to earth and like to do this. Um it's funny because like my my dad's whole side of the family is like electrical engineers and computer scientists like for the last 150 years and my mom's side of the family is like all music teachers and like I didn't like train fully in either of those things I just wanted to do my own thing and like follow my intuition um so I was inspired to make music I was never really like classically trained or anything like that but I would um the way I would make music is I would go out into nature and connect to the feeling of a place and make little recordings and then go back into my studio and like hear like melodies in the wind or like in the bird. And then I would write music to that. Um, and then over time I started to think of like, oh, how, like if, if nature uh, is expressing itself through me as music, like what if I could more directly connect to it? So I started to work with an engineer to, uh, to get some signals from plants and translate that into uh into musical notes and then I would design sounds for the plants to play. Uh, so yeah, I started to develop these systems over, over 10 years ago. Um, and just to give you a, a quick overview of how it works, um, what's happening is we're, uh, we're sensing, we're measuring these uh, subtle changes that are happening in plants between two points. And um, those changes, it's like electrical changes. That's mostly a representation of how much water there is between those two points. Mm 
And so as a plant is photosynthesizing, it's moving water around. So that creates this fluctuation, which we graph as a wave. And then we all know pitch is like a wave, right? So we take those waves and we translate them into pitch messages. And then we route those messages into instruments. So every single note that you hear from a plant uh, is actually an expression of this process that's happening in the plant. And then you get to choose what instruments, like how that's re represented. So beautiful. So you can choose the instruments? Yeah, you can choose the instruments uh, in the PlantWave app. So, um, so PlantWave is like a hardware and software pairing. So you get the device and then we have a free app. And the app has uh, about eight different collections of instruments you can select from. They all kind of have different use cases. Some of them have uh, like represent the data in a, in a more um, immediate way. Um, and some kind of create more of an experience. Uh, some are more like a sound bath. So the plant isn't allowed to trigger notes as quickly, but still every note that you hear is from the plant. Um, so there are just lots of different use cases. People are using it like, you know, um, at home to like unwind or to, uh, to meditate, or they're just having it on as, as background music as they're, as they're working or going about their lives. Cool. So for people that haven't visually seen how this works, like how does plant wave, like, what does it look like the device and how does it connect to the plant? Cool. Um, plant wave looks like a kind of like rectangular ocean stone with a glowing very welcoming rainbow led array that's just like calling you into this nature portal um and so it connects via these uh these cables to a plant's leaves and um there are two different kinds ways of connecting to the plant's leaves we have these like little uh, electrode pads that are like medical pad that if you ever got like an eeg or something um so there are pads and then there are also these uh, these clips and the clips are more for like shorter term use. They're not serrated or anything. They don't damage the plant. Um, but yeah, so you can either connect with these pads or these clips. And then, yeah, the plant weave is measuring the connection between those two leaves that you're you're connected to. So interesting. And so different types of plants, right? Is there is there a sound like like let's say you took five of the same type of plant and you put a plant wave on each of them, would the sounds be completely unique between five of the same plants? Well, so you can you can select what instruments they're playing, but yeah, the patterns would definitely be unique. And not only are the patterns unique between different plants, uh, patterns can be unique uh, within the same plant. So if you take one of the sensors and you move it from one leaf to another, you're very likely to get a very different signal and a very different melody. Because the water is moving differently through different leaves at different times, right? Yeah, it's 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 like a measure of connection through the through the plant. Um, so yeah, it can be fun to to explore uh, how you know how the different um, the different leaves sound together. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is to just leave it on. And over time, you start to notice, you know, that maybe there's like, it's kind of staying in one zone and like kind of in one octave. And then over time, maybe, you know, you water it and a few hours later, it starts to get more expressive. Um, so the, the, 
way I really enjoy playing with it is just like listening over longer periods of time and really dropping in. Yeah, that's neat. And then when you started experimenting, like even before, let's say that you built Plant Wave, like what were you noticing in nature as far as like rhythm and sound? And, you know, you said you were like making harmonies off of this. What were you, what was like clicking for you? Um, I mean, the first thing was I would always make these recordings from a place of like deep presence. So I would always start from like really feeling connected to a place. And then when I would go back into the studio, it was less about listening to specific sounds and more about connecting to the feeling of the place. And through that connection to the feeling of the place, certain sounds would jump out. So I, you know, anything from like a little gust of wind, almost having like a slight melody to it, um, to, you know, bird songs um, or rustling of leaves. When, when I found myself in this deep sense of presence in nature or, or even just imagining myself there, I became much more attuned and much more open to these signals and much more open to these sounds. So it wasn't always, there's, there's not like a specific thing that I would always kind of look for. It was really about um, finding what wanted to catch me in that moment. Yeah, it's beautiful. And what do people like, you know, when you create something and you put it out in the world, obviously you have your favorite ways of using it or how you conceptualize it, but what's interesting or surprising about the feedback that you get from other people about how they're using it or what their experience has been? Yeah, it's it's been cool because I, I've, it's been in development for so long. Like it was in development for so long. I was doing it as an artistic practice for like six years before we released Plant Wave. And uh, yeah, so I, I people would always ask me to try different things. So I kind of got an idea of how people would use it. Um, but I, it, I, the thing I like about, I just love seeing people out there experiencing it for the first time and how that opens them up to, to new ways of seeing. Um, there are a lot of people out there that think of plants as things. They don't recognize them as like living beings. And um, once you start to recognize that, then you start to also recognize how, I mean, most people think of things as things. And I know that might sound like super woo, but I mean, everything is a process. Everything is in a state right now, but it is in a process, whether it's like, you know, a table, uh, a table in some languages is, in some languages, they would say a table is tabling. It's not like necessarily a thing, but it's a coalescence of, of happenings of molecules. Um, and the same way a human being is. Um, and it just, I see the way that like, people use plant wave as this device to kind of help in healing and help in um, being more present in the moment and, and also having greater self-acceptance of themselves also as processes rather than like things. Oh, that's really beautiful. And and what do you think that we gain? Obviously, we gain a lot from presence. Obviously, we gain a lot from connecting back to nature. But to be able to, you know, 
I mean, we are music. I always say like, we are a melody, we are, you know, movement, we are sound, we are all of these things. So like when we can connect with, let's say the processes within a plant, like at that level through something as familiar as music or rhythm to us, like, have you looked at anything or do you have any, even just like, even if you haven't done like a scientific study on it, like what does that do to the human body to observe auditorily those processes in another living thing? Yeah, that's a great question. To me, it's about heightened levels of awareness. So if you think of the, the light spectrum, right? Like uh, hu- the visible light spectrum for a human is quite small compared to the available light on the whole frequency spectrum. Uh, now, plants are basically eating light. Um, they're eating light that we can see. They're eating light that we can't see. So they are, um, you know, by listening to a plant, you are getting data that a plant is responding to that is outside of our field of perception. Um, and I have a story about this that, um, you know, there, there are two things here. I mean, when I first started making plant music, uh, I noticed that, uh, you know, I, I was doing this in the museum setting and there were thousands of people coming through. And every once in a while, a plant would completely change what it was doing. It would just completely shift the patterns when somebody would walk into the room. And when this would happen, I would go over and walk to, to the person and just be like, hey, this might sound crazy, but the plant seemed to respond to you when you walked in. And uh, invariably, these people would say, oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'm a, an energy healer. Or I'm a Reiki master or I'm a botanist or I'm a florist. So people that were really in tune with um, you know, different forms of energy, people that were really in tune with plants. Um, and so, you know, I, I, we haven't like put that in a lab or anything like that, but um, we, have, we have noticed that happened quite a bit. So to, for me, how that, how that served me uh, in my life is that made me a lot more aware of the energy that I'm carrying when I'm moving through life. Um, you know, these people that are doing energy work, they're very conscious of the energy they're carrying through a space. And it seemed like the plants responded to that. Um, And, you know, we all know what it feels like when somebody walks into a room and they just feel like a breath of fresh air and what it feels like when somebody walks in and they feel like a dark cloud. Um, So it could be that, you know, plants are also responding to that and that we can hear the shifts that are happening in plants through the music. So interesting. That's, it's amazing because I think you touched on something really important is, you know, we only perceive what we can perceive and that obviously there are many other life forms that are perceiving things that we can't, you know, dogs can hear things that we don't hear as humans and other animals as well. And, you know, so that's really, I never thought about a plant like, you know, perceiving light differently, right? Or being able to receive light in a different way, therefore feeling those subtle changes, you know, that most people just completely, like you t- like you said, if something is really light and beautiful, most people will perceive it walking into a room or something just feels really awful and dark. But even there's many things that probably the average person doesn't perceive, even in the energy of people, let alone, you know, plants and animals and things like that um, moving into a space. 
Totally. And, and I think for most like sensitive people, they're really tuned into that. And for maybe the general population that might sound very woo, but if you watch like the Super Bowl or a football game or something, uh, it's common for like an event to happen in the game. And the announcers will just call it out and just say like, well, the energy in the stadium has completely shifted since that play. And you feel that like we we're good at like recognizing these patterns when they're like super intense. But what's cool about listening to plants is that it can kind of train us to to tune into those things earlier. And the farther upstream you are like able to get the data of what's happening in the world around you, the the more quickly you're able to like respond and flow with the situation in the moment. So you were talking about your family, these two lines of your family, one being kind of an engineer and one being, you know, musician. What are, how have they watched you develop this and what's their, you know, their take on all of this? Uh, they love it. They think it's great. You know, it's like, it's funny because like for a lot of my life, like as a kid and stuff, it was like, oh, you have to play piano. You have to do this. You have to do that. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I was a kid. I, I had to play violin. And I hated it. I hated practicing. So I would like purposely drop the bow. So it would snap in half, probably like four times. <laughs> I just like was not down, you know? And, and, you know, I was like the black sheep of the family in terms of like, not, you know, fully embracing like playing music or also like, yeah, not like having like a, a deep technical background. But what I did have was like, I guess enough of that in my field to like, know uh, you know the, I think my, the way my parents thought of things like and approach things helped me to have a way of approaching like I integrated that stuff maybe not from like a, a level of expertise but from a level of um, being novice enough to have weird ideas and then be able to talk to the people that are more experts uh, that were able to help me uh, bring it together so it's kind of cool like because at the end of the day, I ended up making music that I enjoy listening to, um, but doing it in kind of my own way. And uh, yeah, my parents dig it. And uh, it was funny. The first time I made plant music in a museum, my parents uh, brought their friends down from New York City. It was in Philadelphia. And um, my parents, my, my one dad's friend was like, my dad's name is Joe and my name is Joe, of course. Um, and my, my dad's friend's like, oh, uh, hey, you're, hey, little Joe's a cosmic Joe too. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, because my friends called me cosmic Joe. And then my, it turned out my dad's friends in New York called him cosmic Joe in like the 60s and 70s. Wow. And I was like, oh, cool. Like that was a healing moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, it's so cool. Like, I love, thank you for sharing that. And I love that because, you know, so many times in life, like we obviously have inclinations and things that come through our lineage and things that we, you know, learn by just watching our environment. Um, but many times like our soul expression is totally unique to us and it's not going to follow, you know, the same line or be done in the same way that any parent probably at the time could even like, it's like your parents, you know, imagine you being five years old. They're not like, 
Joe's going to make a plant wave and he's going to listen. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's beyond their, you know, ability to conceptualize like this new technology creation, right? I mean, probably when you were little, it wasn't even possible or thought to be possible. And so we all come with those seeds, right? And we're, we, we use that lineage. We use the, you know, things that we have been around in our environment, but we create something new from it. Um, but what a full circle moment to like realize, oh, when my dad was young, you know, people thought of him in this way. It's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, it's also, there's an aspect of like, you know, my parents ended up going in a direction where they, you know, they went like a more safe route, you know, like my dad had like a really steady job, got a house, um, you know, my mom, you know, is like get married and like go this like stable way. But my parents were also like both artists that, you know, they, they, I'm blessed that they brought me to the world and they like the, their chosen path was to uh, start a family um but at the same time I I felt like there was some there's possibly some unfinished business there for them (laughs) and um I had experience in my life like other people who didn't um who kind of didn't complete their their mission on earth um and I watched that like slowly destroy them so for me it was just like okay um I I am going to like heal all of this stuff by fully um, embracing my intuition and my and my gifts, and uh, and go for it because you know if I fail, it's like at least I'm doing what I love and can always feel good uh, as long as I'm doing what I what I feel called to do. Yep, I resonate so much with that. That's a lot of what I observed as well in my family system, and and there is something beautiful about being able to like heal that by by saying I will go all the way. And I remember. Um, at different times in my life, like, you know, you come to points where it requires courage, right? Like on your journey of like, whatever your soul mission is, right? It's it's going to test you and, and make you grow and expand you in different ways and, and call up your courage and have you move through, you know, any old programmings or fears or whatever, um, even stuff from your family system. And so I remember so many points, so many points going like, yeah, like this is, this or nothing like this Mm -hmm. is what I'm here to do. And I'm here to like face all of this or there is no alternative. Like there is, you know what I mean? This is why I'm here and feeling so connected to that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's uh, an interesting point in, in my journey where, you know, I had a day job, I owned a house, I lived in Philadelphia and I'd been in the day job for like 13 years or something like that. And um, I decided, okay, uh, I'm at a point where I want to dedicate my life to plant music and, and to and to building, building this system. And so I was talking to my dad and I said, you know what, I think I'm going to quit my job and sell the house and move to California and just like work on this. And my dad, amazing, like, amazing like zen vibe of how he responded to this because he didn't like project anything on me he just he was like wow I don't think I would be able to do that that's a lot like he didn't tell me not to do it he was just like I wouldn't do that I don't think I could and then he told me a story of like a time in his life uh, because I asked him I was like well have you had like a time in your life where you had the opportunity to take like a leap like this and you didn't he was like oh yeah you know what I had this job at digital equipment which was like the google of like the 60s or whatever um 
he was like, he was like, and there was this opportunity. I thought I had cash and he was like, you know what? I just want to go to the French Riviera and just like be a photographer and just like study light, just like watch light bounce off of things. And I was like, cool. I was like, why didn't you do that? And he was like, well, I didn't know it could be done. I hadn't known anybody else who'd done it. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, so what I'm doing is like, I'm doing the thing that you wanted to do, but in my life. So I'm going to take the chance, like my, yeah, like my path is, you know, basically to quit my job and go to the French Riviera and study light, except I'm doing that in California with plants. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I love that. What a great conversation. So, yeah. so beautiful. Um, and yeah. what, like, what happened? Because I think it's fascinating. I want to hear your um, opinion on this. But like, when you go to take a big leap like that, right, you're just going to completely mm -hmm. change your life. Like you're changing your location, you're changing, you know what I mean, your home. All these are the big ticket items. You're changing your job, right? Like these are the things we most identify with. Um, and likely relationships too. I'm like moving to the other side of the country. Mm -hmm. So did you have an experience of like things like rising up to meet that courage, like moments of either synchronicity or people stepping into your life, like that type of stuff because you took the chance? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, this, the synchronicities that were happening at that time were, kind of unparalleled um I'm and I, I have to be careful I guess not to like um put that in the past because it's still happening but I I the the velocity of synchronicities that happened at that time compared to what was happening before was super high and yeah I mean I just I met amazing people amazing opportunities came up I also like ended up, you know, being in situations where I was, you know, maybe a little bit vulnerable to narcissists too. <laughs> so there's like a pull, there was like both sides, right? Because yeah. it was like, there were some people that, that were just super magical and super amazing. And then there were other people where it was like, they were putting off this, um, putting off the, the facade of 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 living some dream life but actually weren't but I didn't know any difference at that time because the whole dream life thing was new to me so um but that was cool that was very like useful too because I then I had to like go through that and then find like see that like veil be peeled away and realize oh actually like my source of power is stronger than anything that I could ever see and you know anybody that's like making it look like they're powerful and trying to tell me how to do it. Like I was able to, um, yeah, there was, I guess I fell into a little bit of a habit for a moment of like, Oh, those people know what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Like a little bit of novice mode there. And, uh, uh, yeah, but you know, now, I mean, whatever, five years later, it's kind of like, I just know what I'm doing. Yeah, and uh, it was a beautiful process and many waves. I mean, you take these leaps and you have to know, like, there's no safety net. <laughs> like, you're just going for it. So, you know, there were highs and lows. There were times where it looked like everything was 
roses and there were times where I had like, you know, three digits in the bank account and had to live out of a backpack while like I fixed a half million dollar problem. (laughs) Like, so uh, all the things, all the things can happen. It's wild. But it's like, I just call that really living, right? Like it's like you're on the court and you're really living. And I think it's beautiful that you shared that story because you know, we, we have to learn the light and the dark kind of, or the shadow and the light, and we have to be able to recognize our own power. And I think when you come out of what feels like a solid, like, oh yeah, this is kind of quote unquote, what I'm supposed to do in my life, right? I'm supposed to have this job and buy this house or whatever and live here. It's like what I know from my environment. When you go and you change all of that and you change it abruptly, there's like a destabilization to find your footing in this new energy, right? It's really a new energy. Mm-hmm. And like, when we're new at anything, I think it's like totally normal to look around and go, okay, who's got this figured out, right? Like who knows better yeah. than me how to do this new way. But you, but I, same as you, like you learn these lessons where you have these people cross your path and what it does is send you back to you. Like, no, that person doesn't know more, you know, and you're the only one that really probably knows about your journey and what that's supposed to be in this life. Exactly. And, and, you know, I can look specifically to places where I had firm boundaries to, uh, to, you know, create like a fertile space for myself and my vision and what I was working on and when I let those boundaries down and wasn't clear about the value um, you know when I let those boundaries down I was I was sending the universe a message that I wasn't clear about the value of um, that connection to myself and so there are a few times where whether it was like letting a friend stay longer in my apartment than you know, as a guest than I would have wanted to. And then like the situation that led to like, in terms of who I then ended up meeting and dating from that and all of these things, it was like, oh, I just didn't like continue to give myself like the space to like, to ensure that the decisions I was making and the path that I was on was truly mine. Yeah. And I think this is what, you know, the gift of plant wave is that you're giving to humanity through your own, you know, intuition is to take that moment of presence, right. To be connected because sometimes life is busy and there's lots of distraction and we make choices from lots of different places at lots of different times and for lots of different reasons. But the more we can take, you know, have tools like plant wave to stop, right. And just be, and be present the more we hear our higher truth and the more we're able to, you know, develop practices that help us return to that space before we're making choices. Right. And we, we all do this. I mean, we all make quick choices and look back and go, I should have, I could have been a little bit more, you know, I could have taken my time with that. (laughs) Um, But it's like, to me, like, that's what I loved about when I was reading about plant wave, I was like, this is so cool because it gives you like, it's it's connecting nature, which I don't think we connect with enough, with this music that we are in truth, and this ability to have something to go, oh yeah, I'm going to go into the moment, right, with this and explore mm-hmm. this. And because I'm looking at those tiny details and the nuances and the listening, I'm present. 
It takes you into the detail. It takes you into the moment. It takes you into the sound, into the light, into the presence, which is the truth of who we are. And if we do more of that, right, we stay more connected to that higher truth in our own path. Absolutely. And something along those lines, I mean, PlantWave was born out of that connection. Um, you know, PlantWave, listening to plant music is, is a way of, you know, holding holding space for uh, for these moments of self-care and self-connection. It's also... Uh, it's also it also helps to highlight uh, things that we're feeling or, or or ideas, and so the origin story of actually creating the device comes from you know I was make, I was doing this stuff as an artist, and I had like piles of circuitry and computers and wires and all this stuff before it was an actual like little box and a product. I would just have it on uh, turned on in my house, um, have friends over just hanging out, talking. And uh, every once in a while in a conversation, you know, um, the plant would have like a huge flourish or, or something would happen uh, in the data from the plant um, in like synchronicity with, uh, with, you know, something we're talking about. And so I remember I had my friends over and we were just talking about, okay, so what do I do with this? Like, what's, what's the future of this? Like, like, am I going to do more installations or what, what's going on? And one of my friends suggested, like, I feel like you need to get this out to the world. This is an important thing. Um, I feel like you need to make a product. Like it would be helpful, be of service for you to make a product to share this with the world. And right in that moment, like plant music completely shifted and it went to this whole other, this whole other realm. And so you know, whether the plant was basically making plant wave through me and inviting me to do that, or whether I was doing what I already wanted to do and using that as a prompt, it kind of doesn't matter because what matters is that I was in this, I was in this um, beautiful situation where I had created space for exploration. And um, I used the things that are happening around me as like prompts for my to tune into my own intuition and uh, as like in a way like the plant becomes like this divination tool or this like oracle for um like a deeper connection to our own truths so um so i can say that yeah not only is this experience um something that can foster that but i mean this experience came from that and is a gift from that. I love that. That is so beautiful. So where can people find PlantWave? People can find PlantWave at plantwave.com. Um, also Instagram, TikTok uh, at PlantWave. Um, yeah, so we uh, we sell worldwide, um, ship worldwide. Um, you can also check out the PlantWave app uh, in the App Store and Google Play. Um, there, we, we actually broadcast plants so you can listen to other people's plants, uh, through the iOS app at this point, not on the Android app. Um, but yeah, best place to find us plantwave.com or at plantwave on all the socials. Yeah. And I love your Instagram too. Like there's the coolest, like, are they all reels? Like I, I was listening to them. They're all basically sound reels of different plants, right? It's so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, I realize my main uh, my main job is to 
travel to beautiful places and connect plant waves to beautiful plants and just share that <laughs> that's like been my main job for like the last year and a half it's, what a it's great been a lot of fun. job right <laughs> you're like I have yeah. to go here I'm like I gotta yeah. meet the plants and yeah exactly it's so great I love it thank you so much for hanging out with us and and thank you for showing up to your mission and creating this I mean obviously creating a technology like this like you, you know, it takes time and it's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot of moving parts. And so, you know, at any point on that journey, when everybody, when we are creating things and people have taken years to develop something, I'm always like on any point in that journey, someone could have said, eh, this is too challenging, right? Or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. But like, it always inspires me when people like yourself, uh, you know, stuck to the vision and like made it happen and brought it to this world, something unique, your own unique expression. So thank you. Oh uh, yeah. My pleasure. I mean, it's my view is everyone, everyone has like a deep, unique gift that, um, there's an opportunity to share with the world. And this just happens to be mine. And, uh, I just, I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there that could be served by just knowing that you have something in you that, nobody else has done on earth that nobody else could even think about. Um, and that's, you know, that's your genius. And, um, you know, I'm blessed to have an amazing team form around me and form around this product. Um, and you know, that couldn't have happened if I wasn't like really clear about what I'm here to offer. And if those people didn't recognize like the unique gifts they have, um, to come and, and join me and, and work on this. So beautiful. It's it's definitely, definitely a divine gift. So I felt it the moment I saw it, just so you know, um, you can feel the energy behind these creations and I felt it immediately. So thank Lovely. you for hanging out with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways. And follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. And you know where to find me over at IG at The Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love, here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings. Thank you.